Greetings, everyone. This is Jaywan, aka Jaywan the Brand, and you're about to listen to my premiere podcast called What's Good People. Um, something I do all the time, What's Good People. So I'm just doing a brief intro. Our first episode is featuring Bad Lad, a host, comedian, rapper, MC, I should say, not a rapper, uh, from Providence, Rhode Island. He's my first guest. And um, yeah, so I just wanted to record this brief intro, and I hope you enjoy the podcast, um, this first episode. Bear with us. We're still working out the kinks and the bugs. It's raw. Um, yeah, so enjoy this episode. Mic check, mic check. You want to check your mic? Say something, lad. Something, lad. <laughs> hey so yeah before we get started uh i wanted to let you know we have a special guest that wants to pop in so i'm gonna bring them up okay real real quick what up donnie what up what's up so we so we got some I just wanted to let him know that we, we got a special guest in the house. And, and, and Donnie wanted to give you your flowers because we're going to make sure we get some flowers while we're doing this. Uh, so, so, Donnie, go ahead. Handle, handle that. Listen, cuz, I got to tell you, I've known you for the majority of my hip-hop career. And I got to salute you. I don't, you don't get the props you're supposed to. You've done more for this, for this state than anybody even realizes, and you're too humble to let people know. And I personally, I salute you. Yeah, you know I mean, we chop it up all the time. I tell everybody, listen, lads are well for knowledge. Don't sleep on that brother. Like he knows his stuff. Like he, you DJ better than like eighty percent of the cats out there right now. Not even lying. You know what I mean? But listen, yeah. I personally, I was twenty percent two weeks ago. That's another. Story. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I personally am letting you know. That Bad Lad and BIT are now the second inductees into the Rhode Island Hip Hop Hall of Fame. You guys deserve every all of those accolades, brother. Listen, um, y'all did the thing. You know what I mean? And that's why I was asking you earlier, like, I want to know exactly who the founder was. I knew it was just you. So I got to give you your props because BIT held it down for the state for the longest time. And people need to know where it came from. Because before there was any, there was real crews out there. There was like B-Boy crews, Grab crews, MC crews. Y'all encompassed the whole thing. Y'all touched a lot of these young kids. Y'all was going out, picking kids up, doing the thing, giving them a better outlook on things. And that doesn't go unnoticed, man. So, again, I salute you. I appreciate you more than you know. Um, thank you. First and foremost, thank you. Thank you both. Um, thank you for j for allowing me to be a noble guest on the, on the podcast. Thank you, Donnie, for... Um, giving me my flowers, uh, recognizing the movement. I, um, I may, while I may have founded it, it was, the success was definitely not mine alone. Like it was, I will, um, that's the one thing I will toot my horn about. Like you say, I'm humble and I, and I try to walk in, 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 a, in a humble, take a humble path in my approach, you know, my daily approach. But, I will toot my horn about BIT because BIT was something that came for me out of necessity. Um, not very many people know, but BIT came 
as a way. Um, it came about during the crack era, and the posses and the crews were weren't the b boy posses or the b boy crews. Mm-hmm. It was the drug posses. It was, it was the size of town and 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 the drug in the drug cats that the drug dealers that ran them side of town. And no disrespect, that was their hustle, but it just wasn't mine. But we and we was getting swept up in between the two. And I was getting tired of being profiled and lumped up in that, in that you know, being associated with that just because of the color of my skin. So I was like, yo, I want a crew of cats that can show you, like, we can be every bit as much as a posse from, from a structural standpoint, right, as anybody else. But it has nothing to do with negativity. It's all about positivity. And we weren't. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> God, we were not angels, <laughs> but the brand, the way we moved under BIT, it was positivity. You understand what I'm saying? So it came towards the end of my high school years. I always liked the name. I always wanted a name where they had like, you know, like Long Island with Strong Island. I thought that she, I thought it was cold. I thought it was just a cold way to rep your, and I was like, yo, we need a name because like Rhode Island, I mean, you know, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. You're from where? And everybody gives you that face. So I wanted to, like, you know, yeah, now I'm from Boat Island. You know what I mean? Like, because I love my state and I know, contrary to what the rest of the black world believes, black America believes, it's black folks in Rhode Island. And we're dope. You know what I mean? And what started out as just like a cool name to have for a crew became a movement, a movement that spawned the likes of Sal Montero Jr. That spawned the likes of Boo Hackney. You understand what I'm saying? That, that spawned the likes of Kiwe Husband, uh, Shamari Husband. And these are all staples within our community. You know what I mean? Two of them people just mentioned a, a Jefferson Award winner. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, while others, one's excellent an accountant, one's, one is working in, 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 in education, and the list goes on. I can, I can dig into my, my, to my BIT brethren and give you people that are doing good things and moving and moving moving things forward as far as community first and community values. And it started, I'm sure, with their parents and their and their and their elders, but it was nurtured and came of age with BIT. You know what I mean? Folks think we would just throw parties. We didn't just throw parties. Like we did food drives. We did we worked in conjunction with the Boys and Girls Club. We did community cleanups and not like not like hollering at who do we who do we holler at to go clean up this block. No, we just went and grabbed our rakes and did it. You know what I mean? It was just ways just to and and it was more than just rappers and DJs. We had sweet we had playwrights. We had artists. You know you understand what I'm saying? So like everybody's the the one thing that did that was different from a lot of other structured crews and stuff, we didn't have offices. There wasn't a president. There wasn't a vice president. Because everybody's, what we exercised was everybody's resource was of equal value. So no matter what you did, if you didn't rap, it didn't matter. You had a car. If you didn't have a car, it didn't matter. Your moms had the copy machine with the colored paper so we could have the fly flyers. If you didn't have the mom with the, with the copy machine, you was willing to cut class and go over to EP High at 1.30 and pass out flyers or, or jump in the whip and go to New Bedford High and pass out flyers. Like, we, we, 
We was the original street team. We was the original super crew. We was the original movement. You understand what I'm saying? And 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 it's it's um it's cool to know it didn't go unnoticed. You know what <laughs> lad, I mean? Like, lad, let me let me give you a flower because we talked on this. We spoke on this before because Donnie, like you you we Donnie was on uh, a couple of days ago and he actually gave me some flowers, which I was appreciative, right? About even where where he where he started, right, and where he wanted to do it. So, Donnie, I wanted to share with you uh, when you talk about BIT. I told Lad back when he was hosting something for me with Sound Session. I think we did it at the Blackstone, right? And I made Lad aware that, dude, I've I've watched y'all forever, right? Even though I did the promotion in the nineties, whatever. Every time that picture comes up, I I think about that conversation. That comment. So I'm like the flyers, like I said, the color. Even before I got into graphic design. Right. So and I got to meet the husbands through the debutante ball. Right. Right. So I was in the debutante ball and I think it was me and Boo's wife. Right. So she's plucked from the Ville. I'm plucked from Pleasant Street. Right. And I'm put into this pool of cultural blacks. I call them all the Huxtables. Right. Because <laughs> you're talking about, like you said, they came from attorneys and CPAs. I'm coming off camp in Pleasant. Right. right. From yeah, from Raiders ESP, Raiders yeah. Bossy. So so I understood. Yeah. Back then, I didn't understand understand the significance, and he just explained to me the history of BIT and why it appealed to me, even though I didn't know that history. But I was there. I was on Sumter, Elma. You know what I'm saying? Go. I was all over the place in the Ville, coming from the East Side, right? Because I never really, yeah, I'm East Side and Raiders, but I'm Providence. Like that's always been been my my stance, right? It's every, so everyone else labeled me. Oh, Jay Wan's from East Side. You know what I'm saying? So I see. I'm born and raised on the East Side, but you can ask any of them chicks over there. I never went with any of them because they swap them like cousins. Like you went from cousins right, or whatever. Right, right. We're just too small, right? So I went where there was a variety. I was in Self. I was in Chad. Mm-hmm. I was in Hoffitt. And, um, but just seeing that grind, right? Just seeing a pool of brothers come together without being a posse, right? Doing some dope, dope-ass programming. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go to the parties. You know what I'm saying? Like, because... Because that's what I loved. I loved house parties. My first house party I went to was Trent Manning's on Jenkins Street, right? Nice. And he was, and the cops came and threw all the equipment out the window. And then I remember, I'm, I remember that. I wasn't there, but I remember the story. Oh, then, come, then coming up Jenkins, uh, someone shooting from nose down Jenkins into the crowd leaving the party. I think that was I think Craze DJ that party. Yeah, Craze was there because Craze before Craze got called home by his mom. We won't get into Craze because Craze was always getting called home by his mom. Yeah. Craze the wild boy. <laughs> me, me and his cousin, me and uh, Tremaine were just talking about that. He goes, "Remember that? See, I remember Craze, Craze was. I said, you gotta get Craze, craze home. We be crazy. I said, we gotta get Craze home. Uh, God rest his, his mom. So man, she was. I love her. You know what I'm saying? But and um, Devin, I gotta like I said, I say Devin, I say Alan. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 crazy because I still call them their names. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but going back to BIT, man, it's like it, that was my, kind of my influence, Don. Like I said, when I started, like the whole house parties. Never mind the movie, but just the house parties. I like I said, I experienced that house party young. I snuck in Trent's. You know what I'm saying? I, I envied some of them because they were older than me, right? Riding around in their blazes, you know, they're getting blown up by pipe bombs. You know what I'm saying? Like just witnessing all that, but not. I wanted to find something, you know what I'm saying? Because I was artistic, loved to draw. You know what I'm saying? I love. I was a graph, just graph all day, and um, but I just didn't know you guys, right? Because you guys were on another side of town, and it was always that issue of self and east. You know what I'm saying? Even though you guys, like you said, this was separate from 
something created right. to be away, to away from that. B-I-T. Fernando's from East. Yeah, yeah I know. I see Fernando. That famous picture there. where everybody in the tree, and I see Fernando over there. You know what I'm right. saying? Ooh, so, sure. so, but, but nah, Donnie, I really appreciate this. Donnie hit me up. He said, yo, he goes, can I jump in and, and give him his flowers? I said, that's for sure. That's for sure. We might, we might have some more surprises. So Thank you, man. Like, give, you, give you a heads up. We might have yeah. some more surprises. The whole but uh, to all you guys, man, it um, it all, it all, it's, it's all part of the the way the BIT movement was set up too. Like you know, what I mean, like the way it started, right? Because I didn't know I had the last crew. The last crew I was in was me, Brad, dope. You know what I'm saying? And and Bobby Owls. That was a rap crew. It was just three of us, and it and it centered around rap. That's all it was. Don't get me wrong, because me and Brad was me and Brad, because we grew up in a project together. But it that that right there was that was kind of where we hung. If it wasn't had to do with the music, we were off into our own thing. So when it came time for me to really have the balls to say, you know what, I want to push this BIT thing and start this movement, I didn't really know, had no idea how to start it. So I just jumped out the window and I contacted. I had. 40 face-to-face conversations with people that I thought would fit the ideology of what I'm trying to manifest into this BIT thing. And I asked every one of them, can you meet me at the Boys and Girls Club after 9 o'clock? We can shut down. It was right before Men's Club. I Just give me a half hour of your time. And I got 40 people to come. Now I know what the fuck I was going to say. I didn't have a written speech. I just knew I wanted to get what I had in the air out and see if it stuck. And basically what I told them was what I explained to y'all, what I'm trying to do. Here's what I'm trying to do. And by that point, I came up with these five tenets of, of Rhode Island Troopers. And the five tenets were peace, love, knowledge, music, and money. In that order. Because, and what I explained to them was our main objective is peace. Let's just have some peace in our community, right? Because if we start with peace, we can love each other. Loving each other is equal with peace. If you have peace with each other, love is the next night logical step. If you have peace and love, you're able to sit and communicate with each other and gain knowledge from each other, which makes music the universal language and money no longer the root of all evil. And it resonated with fighting. Seven cats. And then they brought a couple of other cats in. And next thing we know, we had a solid 20 of like-minded dudes that was down for a cause. And the only thing that, I don't want to say killed, but for lack of a better word, disbanded or splintered off BIT was us actually getting older and not having an adult male or an adult presence to help us say, you can continue to do this and still be a father, be a college student. You know what I mean? You know, go to that next level of manhood, whatever it, whatever it calls for you. There's a way to do that and still do this BIT thing and nurture it and grow. You know what I mean? But I'm also happy to report that we are now BIT, the Black Investment Team, which is now an economic group that's that's working on investments and things that I can't really say too much, but it has to do with with uh, empowering our black dollar and trying to get our money right. So 
things have come around in a great way. And it's good to see my, because they're still my brothers. They're still my brothers. And I don't like, I don't have everybody's number, but I guarantee you, if we call each other, we're going to pick up right where we left off. And everybody's looking for, last year was the 30th anniversary of BIT. And it would have been dope, but they still want to do it. So uh, I've been talking to Eric too from the Mac men. So who knows? Cool, 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 lad. So Donnie, I know you got to bounce. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. But but I, do me a favor. Hold on a second. Let me let me let me let me pop something up right now. We're gonna do some plugs. So Donnie, before you get off, plug what's going on. You know what I'm saying? What you guys are getting ready to do that you and Lad are part of. Go ahead. Oh, listen, man. First Friday of the month, August sixth. Alchemy, the old op bar. Listen, different owners, same venue, same crazy party. Listen. Y'all already know. I don't even got to tell you much more than that. Listen, that's where the grown folks come. <laughs> Lad's been like, listen, man, we've been off for like a, over a year now. I'm acting a fool. Um, itching. Um, itching. <laughs> I hope we can talk today, too, because I'm itching, man. Oh, man, it's going to yeah. be crazy. Nah, but I, listen, J1, I appreciate you, brother. Cause no problem. Love you. Well talk deserved, you. my man. Talk to, you, talk to you soon, Donnie. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace. Cool, cool, cool. Happy to get that guy in. I said, he, he was, before we were setting it up, he was like, he's ready, like five of. I said, you know, K. Ferdians, we we don't pay attention to time. He goes, yeah, he's on some CV time. Where's he at? I said, he's, then, then you had to set up. He's waiting in the green room, right? He's like, he's, I had to go. I said, just, just hold on, hold on. Just wait a minute. I'll let you know and give him two minutes. Yeah, this was a bad situation 20 minutes ago. Nah, I get it. I definitely get it. Like, even the debate, we, I said, there was always a debate about Jay-Z coming to Rhode Island. <laughs> and I'm going to give Lad his flowers again, right? So we talk yeah. about first to bring, because everyone's like, well, first to bring. I said, I was part of a team. Chubb and, um, uh, it, original flavor. Yeah, you're talking about in the living room, right? right. Living room. Yeah. So I, so I always tell everybody, I said, yeah, I said, when he was a crew. But then, then I, I said, we brought him as a solo artist, right? I said, yeah, he wasn't, I, I said, we bring him. Exactly. So bringing him as a solo artist and then to the strand. I said he even have an album yet. You know what I'm saying? Like Reason About was in, in, in um in the works. And um I said and my claim was working with DMI back then. Right? That was when I said when I wanted to get into promotion, I was graphic design. I used to see Shay come through Kinkos with some shitty ass flyers. I'm like, yo, I'll hook him up. You know what I'm saying? Hook him up. And that's how we started, right? I started doing promo, that's how I met him. Then I seen what he was doing with, with uh the shows. You know what I'm saying? I seen it. you get all fucked with them. Listen, so, so I, lad, I appreciate that because, because, because even, even when, um, you're not the only one who said that. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone else, was like they said, Juan, they said after the shows, we're gonna be real on these. After the shows, you were at Sackies and Pizza Queen. Your boy right. was. Right? He right. says you became that face. You became that outreach to the community, and people weren't either in, they weren't engaging or not touching someone specifically because of you. You know what right. I'm saying? So, so I appreciated that because I didn't. I wasn't part of all that, right? Like that, that was kind of. Yeah, well, you, I you could tell. You know what I'm saying? I didn't. I don't want to be part of all that, and that's and 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 it caused some animosity over the years, lad. Like it just like there was some issues with um. There's still crews that don't talk to me because of that. I left that camp. And you, you know just named two of the most solid dudes. Yeah, so solid dudes ever, bro. So, 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 not to not to just get into that, but that's kind of where I left the camp. But when I left the camp, there's some folks that are still close to that person that don't talk to me, right, or have or have issues with me, right? Because there was even putting 
not putting respect on my name. I'm going to get into that. Like, right. dealing with certain cats. Oh, he's a con right. artist. He did this. He did that. I said, no, I left camp, took my best practices, and enhanced it. I'll give credit where credit was due. I learned from DMI camp. Yeah. Period. I said, they were saying, so I learned from it, but I also learned what not to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So so I'll give I'll give flowers on I was introduced to that lane. I got in it, but then doing corporate sponsorships and then I just went a whole different level. Right. So and even when we spoke to you, like I said, we we're all gonna have our differences. We're gonna have our different ways of doing things. And um and so I just want like now reaching out to you from when having you host, you know what I'm saying, then host then then on sound session, then then talking about your comedy, like just like I just always see you as talented, and then I said, just just the face. You know what I'm saying? This what you did with BIT, this stuck with me, and I had an opportunity to connect with you, and then that's I took advantage of that that opportunity ever since. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why now you're premiering. I was happy you accepted. So you're, you're premiering the podcast. I appreciate you know? I appreciate it, man. This is dope. I've never been in inaugural anything for anybody, so because <laughs> I know where this can go, and I know the lineup of folks that you got coming. So yep. this is really gonna take off. And you know I'm gonna need that when you on the other side, and I'm doing on on my podcasting because I'm coming back with that for sure. Yep. Uh, just wetting my legs, wet, wet, get my sea legs back because uh, you know. So what, what, what was that? What was it? Fuck your podcast. Was that Fuck what it is? I love it. Yeah, I love it. And it's um, you know, it um, we 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 he moved, mm-hmm. and at that time, technology hadn't what? gone to having a podcast from separate area, yep. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. So and and I'm happy to say he's actually um he has a great podcast that's got some legs. It's um you ever see Love After Lockup on the Wii Network? Nah. It's about dude, dude I don't have cable after lockup. I've I have i have been fire stick for like five years. Okay. <laughs> Same here but I got the yeah. cable. Yeah. Yeah I know um, this. But you know um it's it's uh, uh about love after lockup about yep. somebody coming out, you yep. know, out of a doing a bed to get married, whatever, whatever. And he does a podcast after the show. And he's had guests from the show on the show. Oh, that's so Ill. he's doing his thing and he's down in West Virginia and he's really birthing a nice comedy scene down there. So yeah. I'm proud for my brother. But um, nah, that's 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 ill, man. It's, and I said even with this, like I did this remote, eventually we'll get you know what I'm saying, into uh physical spaces. But the lineup was quick. So I got you and then I'm booked all the way into August. Right, like just so, already right into the office, and I've been opening no. up weeks and, and scheduling some folks and adding them to the to the list. And then was like, who is? I said, they're, they're community folks. You know what I'm saying? It's like people I admire. You and know why should we start with our community? Why yeah, not? yeah. Everyone's everyone's always like, well, you know this person. I said, they got their spots. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I want to talk to folks that engage with me. I look at hustle because we. I'm always inboxing folks. You know what I'm saying? Like I have uh, conversations with folks. They have brands. They have. They ask for advice. You know what I'm saying? So this is going to be that type of dynamic. You know what I'm saying? Like this conversation. You know what I'm saying? And um, and then I and and just 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 convo. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't. It was what is going to be the structure? I said, dude, I've never been that structured. That's one of one of my things with having ADD and ADHD. Is they like J1? You're in everything. I said either that or I take meds, right? And if I take like I, I've never been tested, but I'm I won't go so far to say is I don't have it. Cause I am very, you know what I mean, and I gotta, and I got so much up here that I want to get out here. But the time, and, and, and I, and the thing with me, lad, is like I'm buckshot. Like now, it's like Liz's been out. We've been talking about this for a while. Liz, like, just do it, man. He goes because he, he he's what he does. 
he watches stuff. So I, I've been saying good morning in the past couple of weeks. And he's like, you got 140-something comments, people saying good morning back to you. You know what I'm saying? Like comments. They're talking about not just likes. He's like, people comments. engaging you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I said, yeah, I said, I keep an eye on it. I said, but that could be a fluke. I did it again. Same thing, right? And he goes, you have people that watch you that engage. That's a simple engagement. You know what I'm saying? Versus just saying good morning, best of luck, we see you, whatever. And he's like, you need to do this. And he's always trying to create a star, right? Like, just like, just always trying to create something. And um, I said, you know, what? I've been thinking about. It. I said, I'm just gonna do it. And I, and I, I'm not, I'm not person. Just do it. You know what I'm saying? So I did it. I said, and I'm always like, what's up, people? You know what I'm saying? All right, that's what it is. It's what's up. You say, what's good, people? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, so that's what we're gonna be. What's good, people? Real simple. And um, you know what yeah. else, man? We can't. We don't sit still. Like this kid keeps moving, yeah. right? So everybody's like, I see you everywhere. Yeah, because the scene is all I know. Yeah, I know the scene. You know what I mean? Uh, so like, I'm going through my midlife crisis right now, right? I'm 50 now, right? So technically, technically, we're black. Our midlife crisis was 10 years ago, right? Maybe, maybe in 15 years ago. But <laughs> okay. Like, I think I'm really going through it, and it's where it is. Like, so my brother, I'm doing a do-over for my 50th because you know COVID and all that BS. Mm-hmm. But I'm also doing my comedy album that on my birthday. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to drop a mixtape to give away as a thank you to coming to, to the taping of my comedy show. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying um, I, I was in the blend competition. Look for me in the weeks to come to drop a freestyle on franchise report. Like, this is how I, this is how let, I made my mixtape. Listen, lad, that's listen, it. When we, when we spoke, like I said, from the hosting to the, um, like I said, the comedy, it's funny because I watched I watched the talk. I think that's the show, and they had Wayne Brady on there. Yeah, and Wayne talked about they showed a picture when he was in high school, and Wayne talked about I'm not letting them pigeonhole me that oh he's the host of a game show, right? He goes, that's one of the things. He goes, if I want to sing, dance, I'm on Broadway. He's I'm, he's getting ready to feature in the um, American Gigolo, so yeah. they're remaking American Gigolo. So he's going to be in that. He said, I'm playing a role that you guys would never expect me to be. Right, he's in a he's in another role right now, and and I and some people think he's corny. You know what I'm saying? Some people, I'm like, I like his hustle, but he says I'm not. He's I. He goes, when I was young, I wanted to do everything. He goes, right now I'm living up to that young me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna let somebody tell me. That's like with the the, the comments about DJing. I'm like, we, we, I said, lads a DJ. I say he knows the mechanics, he knows the music. I don't care, like I say, from being the hype, whatever. It's even when I mentioned someone says, "Yeah, you want a DJ?" I said, "Yeah," for because I love music, yeah. right? So, so I listen to playlists. I love blends. You know what I'm saying? I don't buy mix CDs as much as because I don't really have a place to play them anymore. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but I love music. So, so it's like, and I'll spin all kinds of stuff. I said, everyone's like, "Jay, is it going to be rap?" I said, "I'm a rap fan, but I'm an R&B fan because that's what I grew up with my mom." You know what I'm saying? Like I said, R&B was in my house, BRU, cleaning the house. You know what I'm saying? And so, so we, like I said, getting into the DJ and, and flowing, I know you have those capabilities, right? So it's like, that's part of your brand and packaging it. So so I, that's what I'm, like, I encourage everybody. I'm here to encourage and push people. I just do it. You know what I'm saying? I, you see how I am, lad? I just, I just do it. Like, it's like, if I fail, I, I tried, right? I'm going to learn from that failure because I don't fail. It's a lesson. Like that's well, something I learned, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and and, and for, just improve. And for me, a lot of it is all relative at some point, right? Yeah. 
it's 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 all connected at some point. So, like, at the end of the day, and I tell people all the time, I'm hip hop. I got a shirt that says so. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you know, jokingly, but like, nah, I'm hip hop, bro. And hip hop at its birth. You know what I mean? I remember when it was new to everybody, and everybody like, who was I explaining? I think I was explaining to Rage. Shout out to Lord Rage. I was playing to Rage the other day. I said, Rage, remember the early years? It was like a job fit. You went and tried everything. You tried breakdancing. You tried graffiti. You tried DJ. You know, you beatbox. You tried a little bit of everything. And you found your niche. You yep. know what I mean? So, like, I found my niche in rapping. But I always wanted to be a DJ at hot. Always wanted to be a DJ at hot. Why wouldn't I? Like, I'm watching Buck. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching the way he controls a party. You have 400 people in this place. And they are... They are move into you you are controlling the vibe you are controlling the mood everything is centered around you like and you do tricks and you do tricks you know what i mean you're doing spin backs you're scratching you're cutting so like yeah i tell people all the time i'm a rapper but i was raised by dj you know what i mean i was you know just from a musical standpoint my father played a lot of music in the house and he had speakers all throughout the first floor you know what i mean we lived in a big three-story victorian he bought very early into his 20s. And um, it's actually um, a historic household. It was owned by a, a Rhode Island senator in the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. But uh, we bought it on the other side of Broad Street, which was moving up for us back then. In the 70s. Well, he bought it. I'm sorry. But. Oh, so, so, so explain to me, what is the other side of Broad Street? So what do you mean? I was, I'm, I'm, I was born on Dudley Street. Okay. South. I'm born yep. south. I was born, I was the last... I was last of my grandmother's grandchildren to be born in that house she lived in on Dudley Street. And, and from what I'm to understand, it was my grandmother's house, the O'Connor's house, shout out to Jamal, Justin, all them, Tommy, Barry, that, that O'Connor family, mm-hmm. and yep. the Browns that own Brown Liquor Store on Prairie and, and, and Public. That was the three, that, and, the, and the matriarchs, my grandmother, uh, Bertie O'Connor, and Sue Brown, they was the three amigos, and they ran their households tight as fuck. Uh-huh. And collectively, you're talking about over 20 kids in them three houses. My grandmother had 10. Bomb. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know the exact numbers when you combine the Browns and the O'Connor's household, but I'm, I'm the safe bet is definitely over 20. Wow. You know what I mean? And they wow. all ran together and grew up together. So that side... When my and according to my father, he moved us across the other side abroad because those were the that was the safer neighborhood. You know what I mean? So it was it was, it was I guess because it was boring as fuck. <laughs> we're going. We're going. Well, let's hold it up. We're going to do. I got another special guest. I'm going to bring okay. in. Hold on. Hold on. One second. Let me. Bring, I feel like this is your in. life. This is dope. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, here, so here's y'all the special oh, guest. Oh, <laughs> I gotta get my charge. I'm losing touch. <laughs> what up, Jay? What's you happening? Right? What's happening? Yo, we just I just hit him up earlier. Uh, Donnie popped in, right? Donnie Battle. Okay. <laughs> And so, and Donnie wanted to give him his flowers with BIT. So they, so inducting him in BIT into Rhode Island Hip Hop Hall of Fame. Oh, word. So, so, so Donnie wanted to come in and surprise him with that. So we hit him with that. And then, then I had to get, I had to get the Stockton Malone, you know what I'm saying, blue walls together. How can I, how can I not have Jay Scratch pop in? You know what I'm saying? So, so I, I definitely wanted to get him, get him in. And, um, yeah, man, just 
I like I like Lad and I were just talking about BIT, you know what I'm saying? And, and um and I gave him his flowers on BIT well over ten years ago. You know what I'm right saying? When, when we when we first started chatting and, and and um I think he was a little taken back and surprised that all the stuff that do. He's like he's like, yeah, he's really I said, Man, I paid attention to y'all. The same thing with Jay. Jay, Jay, I don't think he knew I paid attention until we started walking together in Pawtucket, right? Ah. We started doing our cardio conversation, which is probably about six years old, if I'm not mistaken. It's, it's yeah, up it's, there. It's up there. Well, <laughs> yeah. ago for Scratch. Oh, listen, Scratch is relentless. I got. I, yeah. I sit there and he, and he be tormenting me when I see his videos and his sneakers and he be hitting the spot. He, and I know he ain't saying like, Jay, where you at? Yeah, you know that's, that's me talking to you directly too. <laughs> I said that's an indirect direct to anybody who's uh, uh, you know applicable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, man. But yeah. uh, yeah, lab man. Like it goes well beyond blue walls, J One. Just in case yeah. you don't know, man, this yeah. goes back way back. And and to hear that, you know, the induction into the Hall of Fame, basically, you know, with the, with Bit. I mean, who didn't want to be Bit? Like I thought, I I thought I was like a, un, uh, uh, you know, like unofficial member of Bit because I absolutely was definitely, definitely that, Bit affiliate for sure. Like. But I ended up not being part of their, their, their move, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I got the trickle down from the BIT move. You know what I mean? I got the trickle down. Yo, this trickle down shit, dude. You're not the first person that said that to me. But, yeah. So, so Jay, Yo. you're a BIT affiliate. You know, so you know how they have where you're not the official. They have you like, that's what it is. It's like a BIT affiliate. That's what right. they normally use when you're like, not like, like directly in, had, but you're on the side. Pay membership dues or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, these, these guys were already in, man, but I, I would have had to pay a membership dues. And you, like, listen, man, people don't really understand like, the premise of, of, of BIT. These guys were party promoters, these guys were artists. These guys and Lad in general is like, you know, obviously one of the one of the lead fixtures of that movement and like really creating things and and, and cross branding and and, and and rocking out as high school dudes and throwing college parties, man. Like it was sort of like well before, like if we had social media, my God, these guys would have totally created a whole entire movement that would have been, you know, global. I mean, between the BRU connections, man, and 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 some of the the vintage hip hop connections, man, that these guys have had, man, and Lad being a vocal member at the lead front of that, it was dope, B. It was dope. And, Listen, and, and the the one thing that that you know, the, the only reason I wasn't as salty as I I, I was about not being in the BIT is because D Smooth, you know, tapped me on the shoulder to rock with him. You know, what I'm saying with the drop and smooth lyrics. You know what I mean? You in, in my eyes, you leapfrog right over me with that. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Because I was always D, D Smooth's little man. He would take me everywhere with him and, right. and put me on the game. Like shout out to D Smooth. I consider him a mentor and a big brother, bro. Like, and he he taught he taught me a lot. You know what I mean? And and gave me my confidence and my swagger and let me know know like, yo, you you a little nigga, but you dope. And like, don't let when you step in the room, don't let niggas tell you different. Like, Thank you're you. with me. You know what I mean? And D Smooth was. You know, D Smooth was that nigga at that time. You know what I mean? Shout out to Malik still is that dude. He still pushes forward. I still, I still like, you know, I still check in with, with him and Buck. You know what I mean? But like more importantly, shout out to you, because you got you got me at a time where I was on the other side of BIT. BIT was becoming this thing of the past and it was starting to dissolve. And you scooped me up. And brought me into the radio scene, and you kept you kept that life. You you breathed that 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 culture and that and that 
you know, the, the, the community and the culture and everything, you kept that alive in me, bro. You know what I mean? Like, you brought me to 88-1. You know what I mean? And and what we did in 88-1, that was every bit as significant and as important as, as BIT was. Like, we were, that was, uh, that was, that was back when we only had BRU on Sunday. To have all-day Saturday programming from 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. with some of the, yo, that roster was bananas, bro. No, it was crazy. It was crazy. I'll tell you what, I'll take, I'll take them flowers, but yeah, you will. Uh, there, there would, there would, there would really be, you know, no Jay scratch of today's era without bad lap, and that's official. So when Jay Wan said he had to bring the stock and the Malone unit together, um, you know, you you help mad DJs be better DJs. You know what I'm saying? Just by being the MC and music connoisseur that you are naturally. You know what I mean? So people don't realize, and I, I think it gets overlooked at times because you know you you wear a lot of hats, but they don't realize the 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 music directorship that you possess and bring to an event. You know what I mean? For example, Juneteenth. Juneteenth was lad at his at his at his at his at his core. You know what I'm saying? To be in, you know impromptu, to be to be spontaneous and still captivate and engage and be able to move the crowd. That's that true MC shit right there. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing that's missing from a lot of people. They get into like a, a loop or recycle kind of like delivery of things. But to be right there on time and to acknowledge folks and to be able to, to fix things on the fly, that's what comes with, with that mu music directorship that you possess, man. And that goes well beyond any MCing or any comedy. It just goes with just rap natural raw ability, man. And, you know, that's irreplaceable. And that puts you at legendary status, you know what I'm saying? Because you're able to do that in all platforms and different stages, man. So I appreciate hats that. off to you, man. Hey, def you know. de definitely, definitely want to give give them on that, man. As I said, like I said, the voice of the city. And then even when they said giving you your flowers, Jay, like, and he said you leapfrogged, leapfrogged over them. I said, yeah, because I said I always look at that cover with you. Well, and, and D, as iconic, I said that's Rhode Island's paid in. That's Rhode Island's paid in full, right? You know that that favorite that favorite that that famous paid in full cover. You know right. what I'm saying? Yep. Like that's that's Rhode Island's paid in full cover. You know what I'm saying? So 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 when you talk about the history, you know what I'm saying, the music in here. So so even though you are a bit affiliate. <laughs> <laughs> and that's loose. Right that's there, like man. that's loosely uh, me and this dude been in wars, bro. Like I, I don't get me wrong. Like 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 you said, I I I was raised by DJs. Yeah. Him included. Him yeah. included. You know what I mean? And he, he and he's he's scratches evident when I tell people all the time. If your crew is telling you everything you're doing is dope, you got the wrong. You got the wrong crew. You got the wrong crew. Yeah. And Scratch has always been like that with me. Scratch will tell me in a minute, nah, nope, not at all. You know what I mean? And 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 and, and send me back to the lab for whatever it is I'm doing, for whatever it is I'm doing. You know what I mean? And and we both have that in each other. And it's and it started when we was young and brash and making a name for ourselves on the radio station and in the clubs and things of that nature. But now it also carries on to you know, in our in our older years when we're doing the wedding circuits and we're doing corporate gigs and stuff like that, like there's a standard that he and I set that was long before the Stockton and Malone hashtag is just something that we've always instilled in each other. I think 88.1 did a lot for us. 
that's where we, me, he and I really became close and like brothers and like, because we, again, I gravitate towards folks that ain't afraid to take that leap and do something that anybody else ain't doing. You know what I mean? And we was, we had total access to a lot of resources early on. And we was, we was, we was patching in jail calls. Nobody was doing that. We was patching in jail calls to a radio <laughs> show. They loved us in the prison. They loved us before that reason. You know what I mean? Shout out to John Clay and, and, and Chill Will. Because when Johnny Mac got locked up, we patched him in too. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and, and we kept that going. We had the traffic report. Where tell us where the traffic jams were. You told us where the police traps were. Like this is like we we we. I can say of every one of my brothers, there's there's something that we've done that is that has etched our names into Rhode Island Rhode Island community culture. You know what I mean? And this dude has been there for the whole ride. Like sound session, we were talking about sound session the other day. He was and that day we had that conversation. That was the start of a week-long Grand Marshal session. That was the first time I was ever the Grand Marshal for sound session. It was a week long when we started the Mex Cafe. And I was somewhere different every day. They ended on Saturday with Scratch. Scratch had uh was inside at the black rep to the wall to capacity, murdering them. I'm outside with like seven to ten thousand people in the pouring rain and a steel drum band, and we're just vibing out. You know what I mean? And that hosting end that y'all talk about, I appreciate it, don't get me wrong, but a big part of that is because of Butch Career. That's where I got that from. I learned a lot from Butch Career. Trust and believe. When you see that confidence and, 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 and ability to move in the moment on stage in the middle of a hosting session, that's Butch, man. That's Butch. I wanted to be Butch. He, he started off, I remember seeing Butch he did. He, he hosted all the boys' club talent shows. And back when we were shorties, the boys' club talent show was lit. You was trying to be seen. That's where you was. That's where you was gonna be. Absolutely. If you had some sort of talent, you wanted to be seen at the boys' club talent show that happened every Sunday before the start of February vacation, because there was always a party afterwards, and it always packed out four or five hundred people every year, easy. And that's where I started. That's where I first did set my first rhymes and you know learn that stuff. But even through all my performances. I wanted to be Butch because he never left the stage. And he captivated the crowd and he was funny and he was talented and he and he made the show more than the sum of its parts. It was more than just the talent. Right. You know what right, I mean? What right. he also did was he held auditions. Like you had to be good enough to be on that stage. He'd tell a little kid no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, go, not, go cry. Go tell your mama. Go tell your mama. Right. No, you ain't tell, but, tell her to get you right and then come back next year. But, but, <laughs> but if he believed in your talent, you, he also worked with you. And he, and, you know what I mean? And he he responsible for giving a lot of confidence in, in stage time in, in, a, in a venue to a lot of local cats, man. You know what I mean? So, like, definitely big ups to him. He is a big... I have learn so much from him from a hosting aspect. You know what I mean? There's, there are some things that are strictly my own, but the, the banter and being able to read the room and having, you know, jokes on standby. Like, Butch, man. Like, hey, I'm listen, I just want to put my, I want to put my, my dub up for live, man. 
and give you your shouts and your props, man. And, you know, obviously you're my brother from another mother, man. And I love you, man. And, and just continue blessings and success and all of that. Um, I got to run. I got to I gotta get a purchase and sales agreement contract oh, signed. I know, I know he's doing his real estate thing. So definitely, yeah. Jay. Jay, I appreciate, I appreciate you stopping in. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're definitely going to connect. And uh, but yeah, peace. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me, man. No problem. Peace, y'all. You already know. Yeah, man. Yeah. I said, <laughs> so, so, so throw them in and uh, definitely get into the, the conversation. That's my brother. He keeps me. He keeps me. He keeps me in the middle of it. He but I love it, and, and and that's and and lad, that's exactly what you need. Because I talked to all these cats and said. Oh, like even some of the rappers that come see me, they're like, "I'm nice." I'm like, "I don't know you, right?" <laughs> and they and they kind of get a little bent out of shape. I said, "No," I said, "Because you're around a bunch of yes people, yeah. right?" And I said, "If you're around a bunch of yes people, they're making you dull. They're not shopping in you, right?" So right. so so if I come at you, it's like I'm lashing you, right? I'm being overly critic. I said, crit, crit, uh, "I said I am. I'm giving you constructive criticism." Right, so, so, and 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 I'm reason why I'm bringing that up because I get hit with so many artists. I'm this, I'm that, I'm the nicest here. I said every rapper I know is the nicest. You're supposed to be confident, right? I said, but and and why I have and, and I have, why I haven't messed with too many rappers, right? The, I've been messing with uh, uh Joe Bruce, right, for a minute. Just be, but Joe caught my attention, lad, because he had this video during COVID. I saw from last year. Got his baby dreads. He's real doc from being in the sun. He mentions Chachi. He mentions Pawtucket. He's walking. They have the, uh, the scene changes. And it caught my eye because he's not trapping, right? He's not talking about trap music, right? He's like, and, and, and I'm biased, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm a J. Cole, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm that type of era. But I told okay, I went from, okay. you know what I'm saying? I went from P.E., B.D.P., you know what I'm saying, all the battle rappers to, um, you know what I'm saying, transitioning to Tribe Called Quest. Right, yep. to, to going from the fight the power to the more conscious rap, and then getting into the Jay Z, the Biggie, you know, what I'm saying transition to the '90s, and so I've experienced it all, and it just got to a point where rap just got saturated to me, right? Like this, I was for the like ten years ago. I said, "There's more." I said, "More rappers than fans." Right. I said, "I've been to too many concerts where I see all these crews on stage. They leave, the crowd leaves. Right. It just gets smaller and smaller." I'm like, this this sucks. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no more. Yeah, I said this is this sucks. I said I said um. So so anyways, going through it, and that's kind of where where uh, the MC, right? So when we talk yep. about MC, and this is what does that mean? I said I had to show an evolution. I said yeah, there's plenty of rappers. There's not many MCs. Right. Right. So I said to me, you gotta you gotta grow to that, right? So you gotta you gotta kind of, and that's your your branding, your delivery, your you know what I'm saying, everything yeah, about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's about being an MC, not just throwing some rhymes together and right. get, you know what I'm saying, with a bunch of cats on the stage and then go smoke later. You know what I'm saying? Like, this it's part of it's your culture and it lives inside you. So, so, so that's kind of where it got with, with with Joe Bruce, and um, I just love what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, I, and I just I got him doing some stuff with Wendell. Yeah, I connected him with Wendell, and yeah. him and Wendell like he he just um. I don't know what they're gonna do uh, with, with it or not, but he he submitted some stuff to Wendell for the NBA Finals. Oh, that's him. Yeah, that's like, him. and he came to me and he was like, "Yo, man, I just I appreciate you looking out. You're dope, bro." Yeah, it <laughs> is. I said I love it. Then then I had a listening session a couple of weeks ago. They invited me, and um, even his boy Clockwork, 
the producer he works with. I yeah. said, you guys remind me of Pete Rock and CL Smooth. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. they they have that type of chemistry. That you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Gangsta Guru. Yeah. So I said, yeah. I said, I said, I said, that's, that's I said, I'm telling you what, what drew me to them. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, even with Lid, Lid's like, I like, Lid wants to shop with him up because Lid's not, that's not his lane, but he yeah. hears something. You know what I'm saying? He's like, there's definitely something in this, in this kid, but it's just, we've been so focused on R&B, you know what I'm saying? And, and I, not even so much R&B, like, like Lid's trying to take race to pop. Period. Like sure, he's like right, yeah. pop star, and yeah. um, and we just know a lot of cat, and it's like I'll give you advice and critique and and shopping, but not everybody's gonna be in that lane, right? Yeah. So, so, so what I do is I always tell them stop trying to get signed. I say you're already building a following. Learn how to monetize your work, your crowd, your your fan base yeah. before you yeah. give it somebody else to monetize it, right? Mm -hmm. you, you go to them to help you tenfold it, a hundredfold it. But you already have it unlocked. So that's all the advice I get. I was like, well, you know Atlantic, you know this. I said that you want to be in a position where it's you know what I'm saying, the ball's in your court. Right. Like I said, when they come to you versus you coming to them, you know what I'm saying? Now, now I said it's 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 in your court. So that's the advice to all you rappers that are out there. I said continue to build your brand, build your following, monetize and maximize your your fan base. And you know what I'm saying? Then this then you look at who who can help you scale it. I've been having a crisis of conscience uh, lately in, in regards to advice. Because, like, I, I offered advice to some young, you know, there's a young wave of, of comics coming mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And some are, some, some are listening. Others, a couple of folks blocked me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I try not to. I know delivery is key, so I try to make sure I, I watch my words and don't make it sound like um like I'm chastising or clowning. You know what I mean? I, but I try to make it as real as possible. So a couple of folks, some folks digested it, some folks didn't. And it um it it, 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 it has me in my feelings in sort of way because, again, in regards to the music, right? Mm -hmm. We have never been marketable, right? Rhode Island has always been looked over as far as the market. Mm -hmm. And it's our own fault. It's our own fault. You know that. Mm -hmm. We have we have always been obsessed with being the biggest fish in the small pond, mm -hmm. right? And anytime somebody shows signs of becoming the head fish, here comes all the little fish to... The whole, crab, the whole crabs yeah, in a barrel syndrome. The whole crabs in a barrel. Right. And, what, and, what, and what they never really understood and what they still don't understand is the more we do that, the more we're going to be unmarketable. Because if, if you're on the outside watch looking in, all you're doing is looking at a bunch of little folks arguing with each other. You know what I mean? And and, and if, if, if the dude ain't from your block, he's whack. And that's so not the case. There's talent here, and I hate going other places because I wear I wear four hundred one on my on my sleeve. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's not tatted, but I wear the clothes. I wear the the, 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 the four hundred one. Like if you got some four hundred one, and I got it, I rock it, and I rock it with pride. And when somebody goes, "Where you from?" I'm from Rhode Island, bro. Yeah, just believe I'm from Rhode Island. We're fucking dope. We got and, and everything, and not and, and everything. We got dope athletes. We got dope community leaders. We got dope. You know what I mean? Not just in the arts, 
not just in the in, in the sports, but in, in, in STEM and all all contributions, all mm-hmm. ways of life. You know what I mean? But when it comes to the culture, it's tough to to defend because we all worried about who the leader is. Instead of worrying about the leader, let's 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 support the whole culture as a whole and nurture and develop a sound. It's it's it's, a, it's they have a Rhode Island sound. It's it's fun. It's funny. It's it's funny you say that, um, lad. Because one of the things I'm working with my cousin, we talked about that. We talked about, and not so much Rhode Island. We, he's he was looking his his Barry Gordy, right? Like he's yeah. he's everything's Motown, Motown sound, mm-hmm. right? So he always he talks about if we're gonna work with these artists, they're gonna define the New England sound. And the reason why he says New England because we have our own own region. That's something I talk with Joe about. Joe's like, I'm always gonna big up Rhode Island, right? He like he's got his Rhode Island, like just there's some dope talent here, right? And just because of, we it's and that's the thing where uh, someone hit up about they talk about Arab and there was a conflict about that. He don't rep Rhode Island. I said every interview I see, he says he's from Rhode Island, Providence, Rhode Island. I've never heard I've never heard him say to the contrary. So, 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 so when he says it, but he just doesn't like, oh, I'm just like, he's like, I'm from Rhode Island. Swiss co-signed it. Yep. Swiss is like, you need to work with your hometown because they get you. You know what I'm saying? Over here is a whole different animal. Right. And so, but then it's like with, with A-Rab, he'll mention it, but he's just not Providence, 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 but he, he'll definitely say he's where he's from. We put it out there. Right. He makes sure that he's always attached when we, when we have those opportunities. And so... It's it's kind of the same thing I said here. It's, it's it, I don't like that word local, you know. Like I try to get away from. I'm like hometown heroes. You know what I'm saying? This is the, where they're from. Like I don't localizing it means you're 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 restricted by a geographic area with your talent, right? I said we're in a global economy. You just need to figure out how to access and tap into that. You know what I'm saying? Remotely like this. You know what I'm saying? Until you have the means to travel and do all that stuff and 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 um. And I just tell him, I said, lock on this. Like, I do stuff globally. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have partnerships that are in the UK. I got partnerships that are in New Zealand. I don't let this stop me. And I'm here. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I love home. I love Rhode Island. I love Providence. I ask you to share something personal that no one knows that you want to share. And see, I'm going to give you a minute to share something personal about yourself that no one knows. That you don't mind sharing. Okay. Um... You know what? Okay. It's not that nobody doesn't know it, but I'd say most people don't know it. There's people that know it. But um I am a I am a child who lost a parent to suicide. Um it's something I always think about, especially now given the current state of affairs and being more open and more explorative of mental health issues within the black community and being it being less taboo. So um I can say based on when things happened for me in that timeline, it was a very taboo thing to want to have your child in therapy. Mm-hmm. And, and and don't get me wrong, I was lucky enough where I had a great support system because I am blessed to have two of the dopest families that are native Rhode Islanders, um, the Dennis family and the Lopes family, uh, respectively. My my mother's a Dennis, my, my dad's a Lopes. And 
My father's one of ten. My mother's one of eight. Everybody lives here. I got like close to. I got over thirty first cousins. So I had a great, great, strong support system, and I was full of matriarchs who were surrogate mothers to me and made sure I did not want from the maternal end. Thank you for sharing that because that's a big, big thing. Because it is, we said we won't get into time as far as like now dealing with my mental health growing up. Dealing with, we all have our challenges in our families, right? Like all these things that are life changing and, and change our trajectory. Um, even like I, I tell people, my family was just dealt with murders, right? From my stepfather that changed the whole trajectory of my life to my brother-in-law. And then my brother as recent as my brother three years ago, right? All murdered in, you know, in these streets. And, and folks don't realize, like I went to counseling at 13. I was at the Providence Center. Right. I've been in that situation where my home was just uprooted after that death. So but I, I appreciate you sharing that, man, because because of those experiences, like people put that out there and and it just it, it might help someone else. You know what I'm saying? Really, you know what I'm saying, root themselves and, and reach out like, yo, lad shared that and that's like that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And and um but but appreciate, you know what I'm saying, appreciate the, the candor, you know what I'm saying, of, of of doing it. Share something public, right? Something um public about you, what you wanted, uh, just anything public. Uh, let's see, public. I'm going to toot my horn for a minute. Yep. I'm going to toot my horn for a minute, right? Because you guys yep. always say you're so humble, you're so humble. I'm going to toot my horn for a minute. Because um, people have been coming up to me lately and things have been, the world's been opening up and it's been allowing me some certain uh, things in my um, entertainment career. Oh, entertainment path, whatever you want to call it. But um, we need more hosts. We need more hosts. And don't get me wrong, I like that I'm the only one doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I get all the dough. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Let me quick PSA. Don't make light of what what I do. Don't make light of what I do. If you open your mouth and the first words out your mouth is all you do is. They don't get Stop it. Stop right there. Stop right there. I do so much more than what you see on stage. And if it looks like all I do is, then you really need to give me my flowers because I work real hard to make it look like all I do is. Yeah. And folks are like, yeah, but all you do is host. If you, if you, and, and this guy will tell you, behind the scenes is a madhouse. Yeah. Even if it's a, even if it's a, a small middle school talent show, yeah. they can be hellish. And I'm, fam to, I'm familiar. And to, and, to, and to make them look like there's nothing wrong going on, that shit ain't easy. No. And I've done and I've hosted rooms with with as few as two people in it, and and outdoor events with as many as ten thousand people in it, and everything in between. And I love what I do, and I like that this this it's being taken notice. You know what I mean? I know that I left my rap career. I made my peace with, with not chasing the rap career early on. I had mm -hmm. to. I was a young parent and I had to. And I had no problem with that. I like that I came back to the comedy end because it allows me to stay creative. But this hosting shit, people are like, you look like you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Very rarely am I not having fun. Very rarely is it work. Yeah. 
And trust me, there's days where it can be worse. But thanks to guys like you, thanks to guys like Don King, um, Danny Sykes, DJ Buck, Chase Scratch, my whole A-team collective, Butch Korea, um, Bells, rest in peace, Bells, Beatrice. Like these are people that allowed me to be me, that saw something in me and, and put me on center stage and let me go. So thanks, thanks to all of them people. If it wasn't for them, I'd probably be the quiet kid at the parties, not not saying nothing to nobody, but it allowed me to um it was my therapy. Right? We go back to the to the first P. It was my it was my therapy. It was I didn't have the Providence Center. I had the Boys and Girls Club. I had DJ Buck and the Magical Four. I had D Smooth, Brooksy B, the Ferocious Two. I had TMC. I had Crack from YCB. I had, like, you know what I mean? Like, these are the dudes that I gravitated towards. It was the street dudes that taught me another side of the streets that didn't entail selling drugs. And it kept me in some trouble, <laughs> but mostly out of trouble. So, you know what I'm saying? This is, this, this is really cool to learn a little bit more about you. You know what I'm saying? Learn about yeah. your history here and get you with some surprises. And um, yeah, man, I'm just I'm just hoping we we can do this more. And I'm gonna do some some plugging. We're gonna do some plugging plugging right now. So we got we got we're gonna do uh. So we're gonna plug. So I'm gonna let you plug. What's what's your next gig? Okay, I'm plugging everything. So go ahead. There you go. Every Friday, Zoom Unity virtual block party. Hosted by yours truly, Bad Lad, the voice of the city, and my co-host, Magnetic Divine, um, with 52 Reasons to Party, starring Star Tender, my wife. Uh, she does drink tutorials, as well as, uh, it's very edutaining. It's, she doesn't do just drink recipes. She does them and ties them into weekly um, celebrations. There's always a national something week or a national something day, and she always ties the drink into whatever is being celebrated on that day or that week as well as a history of whatever base liquor she's using. Um, it's very, very, like I said, very edutaining. So shout out to her. Shout out to Mr. Bird, who also does the Blurred Eye View on my show. Um, and shout out to the 18 DJs who provide the music for the virtual block party. And just real quick, like we don't get, a, I'm going to say it, because we don't get a lot of Rhode Island love on. We get like 30 people, right? Yeah. On average. Yeah. Sometimes more, sometimes less, but right around 30, right? Yeah. But the dope part about it is they're from everywhere but Rhode Island. They're from Baltimore. They're from Georgia. They're from California. We have folks from London, Bermuda, Toronto, Montreal that are listening. So, like, while I want my fam to be there, when I want because I wanted to stop from Rhode Island, everybody that's watching on a regular basis is from thousands of miles away, and it's so dope. Um, so Zoom Unity each and every Friday, seven to eleven, sometimes later. Yeah. We gotta give we gotta give Buck his shout out. So so come July thirtieth at USA Skating, the old school yes. skate party. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you didn't get your tickets, I, I'm I'm sorry for you because I don't even know if there's any more left. But I definitely yeah. want to big up Buck. You know what I'm saying? Because Buck's Buck's uh, old school skate rink part two, skate jam at USA Skate every Saturday. Because that's where we got it from. Yeah, we got the inspiration from watching him do the Zoom parties, and you know what I mean, and just add a little flair to it. But and now he's he's got like. He's had Teddy Riley on there. He's had Mr. Vegas on there. Yeah. So, like, he's, you know what I mean? Like, for those of you who ain't ready to go out like that and y'all still want some of the club experience, catch us on Fridays and buck on Saturdays, man. We got you. Lad, I'm glad you recognize the global and international effect of technology. Like, I, like now, when I was doing Fridays, right, casual Fridays, yeah. my, pe my people weren't there. 
they said, you're still doing Fridays? I said, yeah, well, I wasn't there. So they think like it shouldn't happen because they weren't there. I said, dude, I got people from Fall River, Woonsocket, New Bedford. I got people I don't even know. They just give you $10, they come dance, and they go home. Like, I don't know them. You know what I'm saying? So so it's not about you all the time. I appreciate it if you come and support. But yeah. guess what? If I'm not... I'm not f- focused on that, so I'm happy you mentioned that. It's like, like, like I'm like, everyone's like, he's still doing it. Well, I don't attend. Like, people just get like so self-centered that, well, I haven't been going, so that's still happening. I said, yeah, it's happening with or without you, right? It's like there's other people that right. that that want that flavor. You know what I'm saying? It's like right. I said, they might not be getting it where they're at, right? So you you take for granted you have it. They're at a point where I can reach home this way. You know what I'm saying? Right, and and right. see some faces and not just on a feed on Facebook. I can engage yeah. and dance and, and, and just so I've been on a few. You know what I'm saying? I pop in, yeah. pop out, yeah. I've been on yours, yeah. I've been on Bucks. I said I lost you for a minute. What well, you okay. said the global thing? No, yeah, that whole global thing, like I have I have you to deck in those conversations that I've had with you, conversations I had with Lon Ray, um, uh Buck, um, G Smooth, Wendell Haynes, like you guys understand it on that level. So you know, y'all you, you you know, everybody comes to me, oh, OG this, OG that. Nah, these are the guys that I go to to the mountaintop. You, you one of them guys that I go to to the mountaintop, and 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 and, and look for guidance in, in certain and because y'all have perspectives that I don't have, but y'all under we we have a common ground as to as to curating, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So. Y'all, y'all definitely keep me in the game and allow me to be competitive, and it, and and it does. It makes me, you know, I I like the fact that I can walk in certain sections that are usually dominated by the youth and still make a little wave. So, thanks for keeping the old man young. <laughs> I appreciate it. My All man. right. So yeah. So so lad, definitely. I, when this is up and running, I'll definitely let you know because I'm gonna, you know, what I'm saying chop it up, get it ready to to broadcast. I'm trying to get it broadcast tomorrow. All right. so, so I'm gonna work on chopping up tomorrow and, and and I mean today and tomorrow, and then I'll let you know. I'm gonna load it to YouTube and then premiere it on on Facebook, so so people okay. can go back and recap. So, but yeah, man, I appreciate the time being being the first guest on. You know, what I'm saying on, on what's good, people. Yeah, I'm what's what's good, good people. <laughs> I'm a trivia question now. Yeah, so it's it's, it's cool. Yeah, I know we're gonna we're gonna definitely uh. Play with it with, with the post, man. It's like this. I, I'm gonna post some questions from the podcast to see if people can answer in the comment to see if they listen. And I might throw some prizes at them. You know what I'm saying? I said, I said he just dropped some gems, and I want to see if you identified those gems and be able to, you know, what I'm saying post them up. So, so we're gonna definitely do that. Lad, again, I salute you. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy your Yo. fellas came on to give you your flowers, and I'm waiting you know. for my MC brand. Uh... Yeah, your shirt. I said, listen, no, I'll, listen. My book. Oh, I got your I got your book, but this is the funny part. I said all the shirts, right? Yeah. Everyone was over before COVID. It was ah, nah, Jada. Yeah, I'm a medium. I'm a medium. I'm a medium, right? So I got all these mediums. Then I go, it was Jay. I'm an XL. I'm a two X. I'm a three X. I said, damn, COVID, you cost me more money. I got to pay extra dollar two for some yeah. shirts. Yeah. So on, so on the next round, I got to make sure I get larger sizes for folks. Send and, me the uh, SPG and I'll make mine. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm gonna have to see. Yeah, send them over. I said, hey, I see you. you got, I see you got Fred in them. I got to get over there to get them, get them shirts. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I really appreciate. It. And I got your book. I got your book. So I said, cause I, cause I sold out. I got to order some more. But I put yours aside. They got it's already in the in the box. Um, I am at the Legion for Bob Sumner, executive producer of Def Jam. Um, doing my comedy. It's a, it's, it's a way for me to level up and hopefully start getting some TV time. So tickets are on sale. 
uh, hit me up for the Eventbrite. That is August 5th. Um, I will be at a CBS Comedy Scene at Patriot Place right next to the stadium in September. And be on the lookout for my birthday party uh, date to be determined. It will be at Fet Lounge. Shout out to Daniel. Um, I will be recording my, CD, my, my comedy album there. And you will be getting the first mixtape from me ever. Ever. Shout outs to all my comedy fam, my rap fam, production fam that are going to be jumping in on it. It's going to be full of comedy blends and actual raps by yours truly. So. There we go. There we go. I told you, they always, always got some projects. And don't forget, August 6th, the, 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 the voice of the city is going to be it's back August at. 6th. I'm gonna be yeah. back home. <laughs> back home, at back for the fun, back for the funk of you know what I'm saying for the funk of it. For the funk of it with my it's, big brother DJ Buckle, my little brother the big show, DJ Nut. We are going to shake the foundation. We are going to we have a whole year of partying to do. Ladies, don't spend a lot on your weed or your wig or your hairdressers. We are going to sweat. We are going to party and we are going to we owe it to ourselves to ourselves to party the way we're supposed to and you know how we do it is not going to change the vibe is not going to change it's going to be on a thousand i will do what i do how i do so make sure you're there appreciate it appreciate it salute salute have a good night tell the wife i said hello and i'll talk to you soon appreciate it peace What's good, people? Well, that was episode one, my premiere episode featuring Bad Lad. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, stay tuned for episode two of What's Good, People, uh, the podcast, Conversations with Jay on the Brand. Our next episode two is featuring Juan Rodriguez of Winner's Circle, XR. Um, stay tuned. You know, so make sure you follow at Jay on the Brand on all social media and look forward to premiering and and producing some more podcasts. Thanks, everyone.